What an embarrassment. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in, everyone, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. I wish it wasn't under these circumstances, but I thank you for joining me once again. I'm Gino Camilleri, your host, and today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And right now, Prize Picks will give you way much more joy than watching this Philadelphia Eagles team because, frankly, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing on every single level to know that we are here once again saying the same exact things that the Philadelphia Eagles for once again, the fourth time in five games blew their chance at controlling their own destiny to get the one seed. It's embarrassing because fans of this team had to root for your rival last night to even give you a chance to get the one seed. And then what do you do? The, the, the last 1 p.m. game of the season at home, the fans are happy. They get to go to bed and maybe celebrate New Year's Eve. <laughs> no, instead, they go out there and they have to watch the defense lay an egg again. The coaching staff go through the motions and the offense, with a lead, failed to work the clock down once again and they lost to an opponent that you can't even at this point say there are any inferior opponents to the Eagles because they stink. The Philadelphia Eagles stink. They are not a good football team, and I feel dumber than anybody because for the longest time, we gave them the benefit of the doubt on this show. We said a couple weeks ago they lost that benefit of the doubt. They, in the coaching staff that is, in the whole Eagles team right now, proved so many people wrong in the worst of ways. It's unfortunate because I believe that they have personnel on the offensive side of the ball to compete with some of the better teams in the league, but it doesn't matter when your defense can't do anything. The first time they have a huge play in Sidney Brown in a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown where all the momentum was in their favor, and then what does the defense do? I can't even believe that I'm saying this, that the Arizona Cardinals, one of the worst teams in the league, they just went out there and scored on every single drive outside of the one drive that they had to end the half where the clock just ran out. They did things that you're saying the Eagles should have done in this game. Like being able to score a big time drive at the end of the game to put it to bed. Nope, not with that defense. Not when your offense just throws the ball away time and time again when all they have to do is run down the clock. It seemed like they figured that out last week against the Giants. Nope. That was just a fluke thing. We gave them the benefit of the doubt because they were winning in the gauntlet and beating some good teams, and now you're losing to the worst of teams, and it's inexcusable at this point. Inexcusable. 
what other excuse can Nick Sirianni have? Who else can he demote at this point? It's on everybody. Above everybody else, it's on Nick Sirianni. They've done the blame game a lot, and I get why A.J. Brown, once again, doesn't want to talk to anybody. On offense, it feels like you're trying to win in spite of this coaching staff, and you have the guys on that side of the ball. On defense, it seems like you have some guys, but you know you're not good enough, and the coaching staff isn't doing anything to elevate them. And the only unit that is really prepared week in and week out is your special teams unit. And you're not going to win games that way. Look at 2015. They are the 2015 Eagles. They are the 2015 Eagles, through and through. You're as bad as Billy Davis was defensively. Your best unit is your special teams unit. To even have a chance to stay in games, you have to take some sort of fluke touchdown to one to Julio Jones where it's tipped. The 99-yard pick six. They're just a bad team. Bad team. And I feel silly. I feel really silly. In the chat, the Benchmark League says, LOL, I'm sorry, Eagles, but y'all suck. Yeah, that's that's the reality. Like, how, how can you look at this team where they knew what was on the line once again against Jonathan Gannon? Against Jonathan Gannon, the guy that there's so much bad blood towards him for what happened at the end of his Eagles tenure. And how did the Eagles respond? By getting outcoached by Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rallis. I mean, hats off to them. Alex Clancy over at Lockdown Cardinals, he had a tweet at the beginning of the season. I think the Eagles, they're missing Jonathan Gannon right about now. And I mean, heck, I, I'm i at the point where it's like, dude, do they miss Jonathan Gannon? Do they miss, their, their Eagles defense doesn't play hard. They don't play hard right now. They can't tackle. When the game's on the line, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They let Arizona do whatever they wanted to them. Arizona, you think you're going to upset San Francisco or the, Dallas, no way, no chance, no chance. And then right now you're the five seed because you let that opportunity slip. You saw what Dallas did last night. Every time the Eagles know what's ahead of them, they just spill their their lunch all over the floor. They do it every time, every time in 2023. Every time they've had a chance, the game against San Francisco, bottled it. The, The second game against Dallas, bottled it. The game against Seattle, bottled it. Almost bottled the Giants game at times. Bottled the one today. Rest your starters next week. It doesn't matter who you play. You're probably going to get the five seed because Dallas, if they win, the team that has been taking care of business when they need to, if they beat the commanders, which they'll probably beat the commanders, they're god-awful at this point, they're going to win the NFC East. And you had all the chance ahead of you to not only play for the one seed in this final week, but to win the NFC East as the repeat winner for the first time since 2004. Don't even control that destiny anymore. They threw it out the window. And what is it? Is it the chicken or the egg? Is it the coaching staff? Is it the players? Falls on everybody at this point. I mean, heck, even down to your owner for letting it get to this point. We thought that rock bottom couldn't be any worse. But it feels like that episode of SpongeBob, and that's the only thing that I could think about right now, is when he's he goes to 
like the bottom of bikini bottom and everything just seems weird and odd to him. And it's like, how do I get out of here? And it's like, there's a place even lower than that, that the Eagles are at right now. They are, they are in their own purgatory. Currently they're doing the same thing, playing the same game week over week, over week, over week. And right now they they're locked up for the playoffs. They've been locked up for a couple weeks and you're going to convince any of us that they're going to win a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Not after that loss, not after what could be the worst loss of the entire tenure of Nick Sirianni. I want to get into that. Is this the worst loss that Nick has suffered since he's been the head coach? Even with 11 wins, it has to be in consideration for that game. But we will get back to that right after a message from our friends over at Prize Picks. Today's episode of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. If you don't know what Prize Picks is by now, it's the only fun I'm having while I'm watching the Eagles. And it is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is say Jalen Hurts or any Eagle. Heck, don't, don't put any entries on them. Let's say you want to watch a game tonight. You could pick two to six players. Heck, it doesn't even have to be just NFL players. It could be a combo of NBA and NFL. Are they going to have more or less than their prize picks projection? Right now, our fans, if you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at prizepicks.com slash LOCKEDONNFL or on the app you use that code, you'll get a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is always reliable. You put in $100, bucks, they will give you $100. Bucks. $25, bucks, they'll give you $25. Bucks. Free money is always good, and it's always fun playing over at Prize Picks. I'm telling you, if you're going to be supporting this Eagles team the rest of the way, just play Prize Picks. That's where you're going to have the most fun each and every week. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, everyone, getting back to it, talking about one of the ugliest losses you'll ever see from any football team at any level, especially the Philadelphia Eagles, who had everything to play for and knew what was ahead of them. And we know that we're going to be talking about this team the next five days or so. But if you want to hear more about some more interesting sports, make sure you check out Locked On Sports today. They've launched the first 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube to cover all the sports here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Go check out some of the other shows after this as well. I mean, the Sixers are doing well. The Flyers are hot. The Eagles, they're the one team in Philly that's not so hot. But make sure you go check out the first national sports 24-7 streaming channel from us here at Lockdown. But getting back to this game, let's start at the beginning. Eagles get the ball. What happens? Three and out. Should have known that it was going to be ugly after that. The Eagles defense, it looked like their identity started to come to fruition a little bit, or what we already had known was their identity, and that they were a bend, don't break, but a lot of time they do break. They bent early on, they allowed two field goals, but then after that, it was a complete and utter disaster. They held the Cardinals to six points, though, in the first half. That's good enough. It should be. The Eagles offense, they put up a touchdown right before halftime. It's 20 to 6. You're going in the locker room. You're thinking, how can this go bad? Will the Cardinals get the ball? Once again, after having long drive after long drive after long drive, where they rip off consecutive drives of eight plus plays for five plus minutes, and they finish with 40 minutes with the ball in their hand. How does that happen? 
How does that happen? Well, at points when you have to sustain drives, the Eagles failed to do that. They failed to get off the field on third down. They don't have a third down defense. It's non-existent. Outside of last week, teams have been nearly flawless, flawless finishing drives. Arizona, outside of the drive to end the half today in the pick six, scored points on every single offensive drive that they had. Inexcusable. But where does it come down to? It has to come down to Monday through Saturday in the preparation. It has to. Hank Parrish, he has a very good quote right here. I'm going to show it on the screen. He says, it might be time to seriously question, I think that's what he was going for, Sirianni's ability to lead this team. And I think you're 100% correct. If you've listened to me here on Lockdown Eagles or any of the streams that we have done, we have gone to bat for this guy. But how can you defend him anymore? How can you defend just the situational things that happen with this team. Game on the line. Game on the line. Third and 20 after just terrible negative play after terrible negative play. What happens? They can't get their personnel on the field. So they have to go and after they burn a timeout, they can't get things going. And then, as unserious as they are, with the game on the line, Instead of trying to give one of your playmakers and A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith or Dallas Goddard, who in the air today, I thought they did pretty darn well, a chance to do something, even DeAndre Swift, they gave the ball to Kenny Gainwell. To Kenny Gainwell on a screen pass, which ended up getting Devontae Smith hurt. Situationally, what are you doing? You haven't been a good screen team all year. Kenny Gainwell was arguably the worst guy to touch the football all day on offense. And in the biggest moment of the game after DeAndre Swift has ripped off nearly nine yards per carry before that, you go quarterback run, quarterback run, and then a negative play to Kenny Gainwell, and then you kick a field goal. That has been the downfall of this team. Settling for three points when you have an offense up to this caliber. Yeah, look at the 31 points. Did the offense do their part? It might look like it, but you look at it at the end of the game situationally, did they? No, absolutely not. Once again, they failed situationally to close out this game. Paul Roscoe says, got to give the the Cardinals their props. They could have just folded given their record, but they came to. Heck yeah, man. How could you not like a team that does that? The Eagles... So many times in history have been that underdog team that they play hard for 60 minutes. They give themselves a chance because they're going to fly to the football. They don't care. They don't look like they care right now. Nobody looks like they care. And it's a damn shame because they got good football players. They ripped off 11 wins somehow. Somehow. But to me, it's in spite of the coaches. It is in spite of the coaching staff. Nick Sirianni could say whatever he wants till he's red in the face, make whatever excuse he wants, but it is week 17. Now week 18, your offense has no identity. Your defense has no identity. Guys don't want to talk in the locker room. Anonymous sources are coming out. 
we're reliving the last coaching staff all over again. Post-Super Bowl, this team forgets how to act. They forget how to act. But it starts at the top. It starts at the top. Everybody has had up and downs this year. 100%. Coaches. Players. Howie Roseman. Letting guys walk in the offseason. He has to be held accountable as well. But the last six weeks. There's been so many times when the coaching staff. Has lost their matchup against the other coach. You're making guys like Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rallis who don't have, don't even have as good enough personnel as the Eagles do right now. They looked really good. On offense, Arizona looked good. Their guys were winning one-on-ones. They were just getting beat. They were getting beat. They were getting out-schemed, out-classed, out-coached on every level, outside of special teams, which can't win you games time and time again. The one that is really frustrating is that Arizona gives you the ball after that onside kick. And you can't punch that thing in the end zone. They basically gave you a free 30 yards. When it comes down to winning fights in like boxing in the UFC, it's like, if you can get to the last round and give yourself a chance, look at Leon Edwards when he knocked out Kamaru Usman. It's the last second. And he pulled off what the Cardinals did. He gave himself a chance that even if you're outclassed, you don't have the personnel, if you just battle till the end, man, you can land a head kick and anything can happen. Quite literally, anything can happen. And that's what happened today. The Eagles got smoked in a lot of different departments. But they, besides the end of the game, they won the turnover differential. Seemed like they were in a situation that they could have got back into it. Nope. Chance to put the game to bed. Can't do that. Settle for three points. What is the problem? What is the problem? I think it's the, it's all the little things that go wrong during the week that aren't coached correctly. They're not in the right spots at the right time. It's... It's 2015 levels of bad defensively. It's Juan Castillo levels of bad. Where if you saw that Brandon Graham was standing up outside linebacker today in an odd front and you didn't (laughs) kind of laugh a little bit at what Billy Davis did back in 2015, they're like, they can never do that again. And here they are. They're doing that again. Awful football. It's awful football. You got dominated. You got the score's not going to say it that you won by four points, but you got dominated in a lot of phases. You got out physicaled. I think Kevin Byard said that. Got outclassed on offense at moments when your offensive line had to step up to pound the football. Felt like you did, but then when you had to close it, you didn't. And Leon Edwards being the Arizona Cardinals, good on them. They knocked out Kamaro Usman, the defending, well, defending NFC champ, no longer. I don't think this team stands a chance going anywhere. Going anywhere. Not after what you saw last night with Dallas. 
You see San Fran handle their business today. And the Eagles, they crapped down their leg. That's what happened. We're going to have to talk about this game four more times this week. And I still have 10 more minutes here. But we have to continue to talk about it. What went wrong? Why are the Eagles in this situation? And what's ahead to play for, if anything, here in the closing weeks of the NFL season? You thought the Eagles could handle their own destiny, but frankly not. We'll get back to it to finish up this edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's edition of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel, if you don't know what it is by now, it's the best sports book in America. You could quite literally download it on your phone right now while you're listening to this show. You can do it right on your computer. And if you're a new FanDuel, and if you're new to FanDuel, rather, or if you're new to this show and you're an everydayer, and you want to get in on the action of getting in on some parlays, some player props, can bet on whatever you want, the overcashed for the Eagles and Cardinals today because the Eagles allowed a million points. You're going to go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And if you haven't bet yet, this is the only sportsbook that you want to get, you're going to want to go to. It's quick, reliable. They've been the official sportsbook of us here at the Lockdown Podcast Network all of 2023, and they'll be back for all of 2024. Once again, all new everydayers and those new to FanDuel, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. All right, everyone, let's kind of try and figure out why the Eagles are here. Well, they were 10-1 and one at one point. Then they lost a lot of games. Yeah, they lost a lot of games. They lost forward of their last five. Today being the fourth, they had a chance at the end of the season when they knew that the schedule lightened up a little bit, that maybe they can control their own destiny and, and win out. That's not the case. Not at all. They blew it today. They blew it. There's no other way to put it. They were up 20-6 to six against the Arizona Cardinals, who now with a win give Washington a chance to to get the one seed when it comes to who's picking in the draft and even have that statement being uttered out of my mouth saying that you lost to the team that was competing for the number one pick besides Washington and the Carolina Panthers. Yikes. It was one thing against San Francisco. It was one thing against Dallas. Things definitely started to change against Seattle. And I think that was the moment where it was, if it wasn't already broken, it went downhill quickly from there. And where are you right now? You're the five seed in the NFC. If it ended today, and thank goodness that it doesn't end today, they added another game, you would have to go down to Tampa Bay, take on a team that you already beat this year in a convincing fashion, but it's not the same team that played back in Tampa Bay. Then what happens? You're the best. You're the lowest seed. You're the five in the next round, and you got to go to the Bay? Yeah, right. Yeah, right, Philadelphia. That benefit of the doubt and the chance that you had a chance to go to another Super Bowl is all, all but gone. It's gone. 
I, who do you put the blame on at this point? And you could point fingers and they have done a great job doing that instead of trying to hold themselves accountable and figure it out. They're just, they're doing what everybody said. They're being frauds. That's what they are. I mean, call a spade a spade. A lot of us look dumb defending them for sure. Where do they go in 2024? Heck, man, put those put those New Year's resolutions into effect right now. I think after this, you just have to rest the guys next week and, and hope you can stand a chance in the playoffs. And then after that, it's do you fire the whole staff? I don't see a way where you don't. I don't see a way where you can... After, to, after today, after today, how, how does Nick Sirianni... How, how does he have that that locker room even wanting to play for him? No way. A.J. Brown, he won't talk to the media for a reason. If he ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Well, I'm not A.J. Brown. We're not A.J. Brown. We could say something. We sp- I've supported this team for 22 years now. I've seen bad, bad Eagles teams. This is up there with one of them. This is up there with one of them for sure. And not because of the record, but because of the, the feel, the vibe going on with this. This is a end of Chip Kelly era feel, the 2020 Doug Peterson era feel. And that last year, Andy Reid, where nothing is going right. You're in your own way. Everybody's pointing fingers at each other. Nobody's happy. Yuck. Juan Wrangle says, I think you're overreacting, my man. I'm a Cardinals fan, and you guys will be all right. Glad it wasn't today. You know what's funny, Juan, is that we usually get – I appreciate the comment, but we usually get a fan or two of another team saying exactly that, that will be all right. <laughs> no, it's not all right. This thing is a disaster. It is a disaster. This thing hit the iceberg a long time ago, and they had to get off the ship, and they were saying, we don't even know where the life rafts are. They're not all right. That wake-up call had to come against San Francisco. It had to come against Dallas. It's too late now. It's too late now. You threw all your chances out the window. All of them. You were in the lead, and you tripped over your feet. And then when you tried to stand up, you slipped on a banana peel like it was Mario Kart. And then you find a way to get a game back. And then today... You decide, I'm going to go around the, the course backwards and lose to one of the worst teams in the league. That's not a team that's all right. That's a team that is in the dumps. I think you have to just see where this season takes you. You're going to have to make multiple changes, multiple changes when it comes to your staff. The scheme has to change. The identity of the the coaching and and how the, how they go about their process has to change. I mean, it just seems like the same issues every single week. It at this point, it's insanity. It is insanity. And yeah, hand up. I got fooled. I got fooled. This team fooled me. Fooled a lot of us. They haven't played a complete game all season. 
They haven't played a complete game this whole calendar year, if we're frankly being honest. But they have an X next to their name on that graphic. They're going to the playoffs. Whoop-de-doo. They have to have a lot of things change for them in a hurry if they want any chance to do anything the next couple weeks. And I don't think it's by playing your starters against the Giants. Because Dallas is going to beat the heck out of the Commanders. We know that. The one seed's already gone. What's the difference? What's the difference? You're going to go from... I mean, what? You Would you even be able to get the two seed at that point? Or Detroit would get it? Who even knows? It's, it's over. It's over. I mean... Whew, this offseason's going to... It's going to be something. This offseason is really where it's going to have to change because we thought things could change. We thought they could get it right. But, man, the playbook is out to beat this Philadelphia Eagles team, and it really just comes down to you playing a full 60-minute game. The teams that beat the Eagles, they beat them by playing 60 minutes. Look at Arizona. Look at Seattle. They played by finishing out those games. Good on them. It's probably going to be the Niners or the Cowboys now. But you're going to have to live with that, Philadelphia. Those guys putting on that winged helmet. We didn't do it. I don't play the games. It's those guys in the building. And somehow we're going to have to talk about this a couple more times this week. But go enjoy your New Year's. Don't let this team get you down too much. We will be here to try and figure out a path forward the next couple days. Lou is in Miami living it up. I, I wish I was him right now because this was a disaster. But we will be back. After the new year, hopefully this team can go forward and figure it out and make some New Year's resolutions. But on the Positivity Podcast, we will end with this. I freaking love every single person that comes out and hears me talk into the abyss and Lou every single day. No matter what team you support, what you are a fan of, that's what makes the Lockdown Podcast Network the best. That's what makes... This job, quite literally the best. We all get to watch and love football at the end of the day. So I love you all. Have a great new year. I'm Gino Camilleri signing off. Make sure after this for your second watch and listen, you go check out the first 24-7 streaming channel over at Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube. But have a safe and healthy new year. Fly Eagles fly as always, I guess.